I think Superfly tells me the legendary Chris Ballas from the Wolverine.com, the Michigan Insider, is standing by on the Roast Umber Coffee guest sign. How you doing, my man? Hey, Billy. Doing great, brother. All right. Uh, the draft this weekend. Who will be the highest, your, your prediction, uh, Yep. the highest Michigan player selected will go on what round and who? It's going to be early second. I think it's going to be DJ Turner. With the time that he put up, uh, he was absolutely flying. He's got some upside, obviously. Yeah, Michigan cornerback. So I think you're going to see him go early second round, if not late first round. So a lot of people talking that he might slip in there, and uh, you can't coach the speed he has, man. That's just one thing that uh, that you have to notice with him. And then I think Mozzie Smith probably going round two. They're saying somewhere around in the 50s. And uh, I think he's going to have a really nice, long NFL career as well. Extremely strong. That kid has uh, has got everything they're looking for as an interior lineman. So I think those will be the first two guys off the board for Michigan. Who, who might be the highest surprise pick from Jim Harbaugh's team this year? Yeah, that's a great question. Uh, you know, I'm looking through, and uh, uh, it's really hard to say. Uh, you know, uh, Mike Morris didn't test well, but this guy's just a football player, and it wouldn't surprise me. Everybody's saying, oh, he's slipping and slipping and slipping. But there are guys like the Baltimore Ravens that love guys like him, and um, I don't think he was 100%. I think that he's going to be uh, in the best shape of his life. He's a guy that I think could move up. Um, another guy, Jake Moody, is a guy I was actually talking to Brandon Cornblue, who runs the Cornblue kicking school and he said you know this is one of those guys that if somebody had the guts would take him you know in the third or fourth round and is going to be a kicker in this league for 20 years and is going to be elite uh, I don't know that that will happen and people are nervous obviously because uh, you're going to get skewered if you take a, a kicker that high and he doesn't pan out but uh, it, that wouldn't stun me and then Olu Olu Atimi is a guy who just keeps moving down boards and this guy is just a guy that continues to produce no he's not doesn't have the elite measurables and and things like that, but he's just uh, an elite player. So wouldn't surprise me to see somebody draft him higher than, you know, I think he's projected fifth or seventh round. It wouldn't surprise me to see him go fourth or fifth round as well. Chris Bells from the Wolverine.com, where you can follow everything Michigan Athletics 24-7, part of the On3.com team. He's checking in on the Roast Dumber Coffee uh, guest line. What, what's the latest on Harbaugh as they prepare for their historical swing? <laughs> yeah, a lot of guys aren't going. You know, I was talking to some of them, and they're staying back to heal up. Uh, Blake Corum started running now, so he's going to be working on getting back to full health. It wouldn't surprise me if Donovan Edwards, I think Trevor Keegan, guys like that, um, are, are sticking back in Ann Arbor, working out and getting healthy. So, um, and they're still they're still negotiating. From what we heard with the NCAA about this stupid Burger Gate thing, and you know, is he going to get a suspended for a game or something at the beginning? of Are the you next kidding year? me? I'm not kidding. They're going back and forth, and the NCAA has dug in, and Michigan's dug in, and they said, hey, if you want to try to make an example of us, we'll bury you. And good for them, finally, you know, for uh, uh, because for all that was written about it, uh, and what a joke compared to what's really going out there with people in regards to people breaking the rules. So some rumblings out there that uh, the Michigan-East Carolina game will be a night game to open the season. So keep an eye on that. Uh, we've been talking to coaches and players for our football preview. I'm going to have a ton of stuff at our 
football summit huge to share with you guys. That's about the time we'll be uh, writing our football preview stuff, but we're doing the interviews now. Sharon Moore, uh, is, this guy's a star. I mean, he and this this whole staff, this is the best staff they've ever had. They've got four or five guys right now that could be head coaches, honestly, and, and guys that should at least be coordinators at this point that are on staff as position coaches. Mike Elston is a guy who doesn't give, give, get enough credit. Sharon Moore, and, and I've said this to many people, I think Sharon Moore and Steve Klingscale and guys like that are the future of this program way down the road when Jim Harbaugh decides to move on or retire. So uh, that's really good news for the program because you've got guys that love this place and want, or, you know, want to come back here. They want to go make their marks and they're probably going to have to prove themselves as head coaches, but they want to be back here. Uh, and there's nothing wrong with that as we've seen in the transition from Bo Schembechler to Gary Muller to Lloyd Carr, sometimes staying in the program and in-house is the best move. And with the stars that they have on the staff right now, I think you're going to see that. Chris Ballas from the Wolverines.com joining us here on the huge show across Michigan from Harbaugh and Michigan football. What's the latest on the new roster for Michigan basketball? And what's the timeline on a decision from Hunter Dickinson? Yeah, it's crazy, isn't it? Uh, they, they got lost Greg Glenn to the portal. That one didn't surprise me at all. Greg Glenn was a freshman who was kind of a tweener, and a lot of people thought, how is he going to play in the Big Ten? What position? Who is he going to guard? And how is he going to score? And the first interview we had with him back in October, he said he was homesick and uh, really having a hard time adjusting. So, But we wish him well. He's a great kid. was a friend of the Howard family. Um I think Hunter Dickinson, he went to Kansas. They're throwing a ton of money at him, Bill. Uh, I don't think he was making the, the figures at Michigan that we thought he was. And I know that Michigan hasn't really, at least as of last week, hadn't, hadn't reached out to him in terms of the collective about what's it going to take you to stay. And I know that Kansas is throwing obscene amounts of money. We're talking seven figures here, uh, not just a million, over a million dollars a year. It's much more than that from what we've understood. And he's going to play two years, it sounds like. So he's still going to visit Villanova. Uh, and as he, continues to visit these places, the price goes up. Kentucky and Kansas are involved, so I'd be stunned if he returned to Michigan. Uh, to me, Kansas, uh, from what I've heard, will not be outbid when it comes to the NIL stuff. So, uh, But he's got an assistant coach at Maryland who used to be his high school coach, so keep an eye on that one as well. So we'll see what really matters to him, but the bottom line is for a guy that's not going to be making a ton of money in the NBA, he's got to get his now. I think that's about to happen. Well, I think in the history of college basketball, Kansas and Kentucky have never been outbid for players. <laughs> you always know what, what, just what to say, man. I, but, that's yeah. all I said, outbid. It could be outbid. Yeah. could be just someone picking you. I didn't say yeah. anything. You know why I asked this question about a decision? Because for what it's worth on Hunter Dickinson's Twitter feed, uh, he still has University of Michigan basketball. Yeah, and he wants to go out. You know what? He loves Michigan. There's no question about it. And uh, at the same time, I think he brought some of his stuff home last week, and I think he's under the realization now that, boy, maybe Michigan just can't compete with these guys. But it's Hunter Dickinson, man. You never really know what to expect with this guy, right? And like I've said many times, he's going to leave with a Michigan degree after three years. It's hard to blame him for going out and getting the money that he deserves and can get right now. I mean, that's the whole point of college, right, is to get your degree and go make some money, and I think this is the best move for him. So 
If it means he ends up at Kansas for a couple of years, great. If he goes to Maryland in the Big Ten, I think there are going to be a lot of people not real thrilled with that move. So uh, I'd probably be one of them. But that's just college basketball as it is today, Bill. Uh, it is free agency. With, with NIL, like we've said many times, with NIL and the portal together, you're talking free agency, and Hunter Dickinson just happens to be the number one overall prospect. And again, I have no idea if this is what the line is on him, but the reason why Michigan basketball is still there, that maybe whoever comes up with the best offer outside of Michigan, he wants to make sure he tells Michigan, if you can match it, I'll stay, right? Yeah, I think that's probably true, but I think he probably understands now that that might not be in the cards, and that's unfortunate. And he wants to win, too. We don't have any idea. Michigan has yet to announce these transfer portal signings, and you know, are all these guys going to qualify? Is Caleb Love going to do you know jump through the necessary hoops to be here? And is Michigan going to give him a, a sweet enough NIL deal? If they're not giving it to Dickinson, you know, Caleb Love can go out and get probably close to seven figures somewhere. Somebody taking a chance on him, a desperate program. So uh, I am not convinced that what's on paper right now is going to be the roster that you see. I think there will be a little bit more movement, and uh, I don't I do not envy these guys, uh, Juwan Howard and his staff, having to navigate that and recruit that in this day and age. It's absurd, but hey, it's just the, the way it is right now. Chris, uh, one final thought going back to Harbaugh and Michigan football, the transfer portal on what's come in, what has left, how's that balance Uh, What are the biggest losses and what are the biggest additions through the spring game and where we're at today with new names going into the transfer portal? How's that balance for Harbaugh going into the upcoming season? Yeah, there will be some more guys who leave today. There were a couple, A.J. Henning, which, you know, he's been talking about it for a few years and never really materialized as the receiver some thought he could be. Uh, you know, he's not as shifty. He's he's decent with the ball in his hands, pretty good. We've seen him have some good moments here and as a punt returner. But, uh, he, you know, he would have been down on the depth chart this year. There's no question. Same with R.J. Moten, who left today. He didn't play in the TCU game last year. Um, you know, as a healthy scratch, basically. He didn't play much anyway, if at all, uh, because McCarry page has passed him up but that's quality depth that's a guy that started 14 or 15 games here so uh, you hate to see it but again in this day and age these guys want to play these guys have aspirations and Moten was kind of a tweener Um, so we wish him well though great kid and uh, and I think he'll do well wherever he goes in terms of guys coming in Josiah Stewart had an incredible incredible spring and uh, they really like him as a pass rusher Ernest Hausman as a linebacker is going to play a lot the kid is always around the ball a kid from Nebraska and then I was talking to one of the coaches about uh, Ladarius Henderson, who is on campus, Arizona State transfer. They said this kid is could have like an Olu Olu a team effect on that offensive line. Huge kid uh, who is just uh, really getting it done right now in the weight room while he finishes up some classes remotely for Arizona State. So um, they've got all kinds of guys, I, and, and most of them are going to contribute. So they know what they needed. They went out and they got it. Uh, you got to give them credit for for knowing what they needed and doing that. Chris, one final question. Uh, Top three TD reception receivers for J.J. McCarthy this fall. That's a great question. Uh, I think Cornelius Johnson is being overlooked. Uh, here's a guy that you know, led the team in receiving a couple years ago and uh, when Ronnie Bell got hurt and uh, back for a fifth year, I think you're going to see, you know, he's just a steady guy. And But they can he knows that uh, J.J. McCarthy knows he's a guy he can rely on. I think Roman Wilson, he's added some good weight. He's really done, uh, as long as he stays healthy, he got off to a great start last year, then he was banged up. But we saw what he could do. 
in the um, in the bowl game, and uh, he really had two touchdowns. He got credit, credit for one, and he had over 100 yards receiving. Uh, if he can get stronger and get off the line, which is what he's working on this spring, then I think he's going to have a breakout season. I think you're going to see him over 500 yards and get some of those deep balls because he's one of the fastest guys on the team. And then Colston Loveland at tight end, this kid's special. He's going to be a, a Jake Butt type. Uh, we can go back to some of the guys geez, in the 80s, Eric Caddis. I can go back to Jeremy Tooman in the 90s. He's going to be one of those receiving tight ends who's going to get a lot of opportunities. Those are the three guys I'd keep an eye on. I'm just going to say, undefeated national championship year for Michigan. You can put it down. It's done. April 24th, I dropped it. There you go. If they win three Big Ten titles in a row outright, it'll be the first time in program history. And, wow. and people don't really, yeah. So people don't really understand the, how hard it is to go undefeated, number one. And I'm with you. I think they can, I don't know about undefeated, but I think that they can certainly win another Big Ten. If they are in position to win a Big Ten title against Ohio State, which they'd better be in November, and can you I can't think of the last time I said that, they'd better be, right? Then they're going to have a great opportunity. So, but they probably won't have the same opportunity they had last year in playing at TCU in the semifinal, and that's where they kind of missed an opportunity, I think. But uh, we'll see. You know what, if you get there, even if you lose one game, even some of Ohio State's better teams over the years have lost one game in the Big Ten, then, uh, you know what, then you're going to say, okay, another great year. But they got to go to Penn State. Penn State's got some issues, but even when they are even when they aren't as talented, they are tough to beat in Happy Valley. And one thing we're hearing, too, about these TV contracts, these new contracts, Bill, is that uh, they can have night games in November now. Uh, you know, those are gone by the wayside where they said, well, we can't schedule night games in November. I, I think that's off the table. So you could be playing night games in Happy Valley, for example, on November 15th. So it's going to be interesting to see how it plays out. But uh, it's going to be a fun year. It's hard to believe we have all summer to go and, and, uh, and another month. But uh, lots to look forward to when it comes to Michigan football. Yeah, Ryan Day's looking forward to losing to Michigan three times, getting the hammer, and then the Wolverines will win that third straight Big Ten title, which you said hasn't been done in school history, and then they're going to go win that elusive semifinal game and win the national championship, and I'm putting it all on the arm of J.J. McCarthy, because when you look at returning quarterbacks outside of Williams at USC, right? That That could actually be your title game, maybe. You know, two future Big Ten opponents. I love it. Chris, everybody can follow Michigan football, the offseason, Michigan basketball, Hunter Dickinson's decision, and more at thewolverine.com. Thanks for everything. We'll talk soon. Anytime, brother. Thank you. Yeah, that's going to be fun with Michigan.